0: To see the to the
1: Space to Space Space to Space the Space to hi hiya,
2: baby. Can you tell
1: it, 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 it,
3: Do you feel the same I sound so hard? We will make yeah, you
1: feel that, that way. So-
3: Been smoking and smoking. Smoke another blind, pull another up. You know that we can really ease your mind. Every time I smoke a river, that didn't know how it makes me fly. If everybody smoked the blubberly really we the mind. The world could be a better place. If everybody took a break and we all just get a puff and i realize i should always stay high. the weed the weed makes me feel all right if you all feel right. like i feel i got half on your dime if you got weed smoking i'm a real weed smoker if it's mine then i would since it's yours you could you should if i ain't there when you blaze the blood nigga huh please think of me cause you know a nigga let to get high high
1: My, my.
0: <laughs> Was good. So uh yeah, man. Just wanted to start it off on a high note. Yeah, you know I mean we got some heavy topics today, so I wanted to start on a high note. Cause yeah, it's gonna get a little low later, so man, welcome, motherfucking back. Yeah you know I mean Episode 37 of the motherfucking k podcast we in here all right today's wednesday the something the 24th there's a lot going on man i was gonna wait till later in the week to do this shit but there's so much stuff that's been happening i feel like we kind of had to be here today you know what i mean because i'm sure by fucking friday or whatever a bunch of other shit will happen But first and foremost, as always, um, I love you guys. I hope you love me back. And if you do, you wouldn't mind liking, sharing, subscribing, posting, commenting, talking shit, whatever. Just engage. They need the engagements. (laughs) Trying to get some ad money out this bitch, you heard? But nah, man. Um, the first thing I wanted to start with, why well, I started with that Bone Thug song. That was a Weed Song by Bone Thugs and Harmony, by the way, for those who don't know. But I wanted to start with that on a high note, like I said, pun very much intended. <laughs> because of the weed shit that's been going on, man. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned on here before. I like to partake in a little cannabis from time to time, you know what I mean? I dabble. You know what I mean. So yeah, I, I think it goes without saying that I don't look negatively upon cannabis, weed, marijuana, whatever you want to call it, at all. Um, Well, let me not say at all, but not nearly as much as the majority of the fucking rest of the human beings on this planet seem to. Uh, And I say that to say, I saw this on Friday. Um, I guess Biden allegedly... Has been firing people due to their previous or past cannabis use. Obama being included, but we'll get to that in a second. So I found this article on Forbes kind of describing in a little more detail what I'm talking about because I just saw this shit on Twitter, people reacting to Biden's comments and whatever. So you don't get all the details, you know what I mean? You got to kind of dig a little deeper and do your own research. So I'll read you this article. It says, things went to quote-unquote pot on Twitter on Friday morning after the Daily Beast reported that dozens of young White House staffers have been suspended. Okay, suspended, not fired. I guess that's, oh, wait, have been suspended, comma, asked to resign or placed on a remote work program for past marijuana use. Okay, so I guess they were suspended, asked to politely fucking leave, or they were placed on a remote work program. Article says, this has even included staffers who may have lived in one of the 14 states where recreational marijuana use is legal. Not to mention the fact that cannabis is currently legal in the District of Columbia, where the White House is located, for those non-American listeners. But you probably fucking knew that too. So yeah. Uh, However, marijuana does very much remain illegal on a federal level. Yeah, we know. As with many government jobs, applicants were asked to disclose past marijuana use on their background check form. And according to reports, the Biden administration told new hires that it would, quote unquote, overlook those who answered yes. So you're boldface liars. Um, recently, the White House's Director of Management and Administration, Ann Philippic, held one on one calls with those staffers who admitted to past use of cannabis and they were told they'd need to resign or be placed in a remote work program. That move came after the White House officially updated its guidelines that would allow for quote-unquote limited use of the drug in the past. But those answering yes have found themselves in a difficult position for their honesty. The policies were never explained. The threshold for what is excusable and what was inexcusable was never explained, a former staffer told The Daily Beast. White House press secretary Jen Psaki, or Packy P-S-A-K-I. Sorry, that's a very <laughs> I'm sorry. Jen Psaki. <laughs> Psaki. <laughs> responded to the story in a tweet on Friday morning. This is her tweet. As a result, more people will serve who would not have in the past with the same level of recent drug use. The bottom line is, of the hundreds of people hired, only five people who had started working at the White House are no longer employed as a result of this policy. Oh, okay, they're trying to kind of cover it up a little bit, I guess. The move to fire, even five staffers, resulted in a firestorm on Twitter. By late Friday morning, the hashtag... Hashtag Biden White House began to trend. And many of the most vocal commentary came from those on the left. This is the dumbest possible thing, but it's also exactly the kind of thing the government of an old man who spent decades leading the drug war would do, suggested discourse blog founder Jack Merkinson. You ain't wrong, Jack. Andrew Lawrence of the news watchdog site Media Matters for America mocked the decision, quoting, Exclusive Biden White House sandbag staffers sidelines dozens for playing gateway to Satanism Dungeons and Dragons. Political analyst Jeff Greenfield also questioned the decision. He tweeted, In-depth analysis. The Biden White House's dismissal of staffers who were honest about their past marijuana use is stupid. Really, really stupid. Staffers in past White Houses who would have fallen under this rule should say no in a mass open letter. (laughs) Environmental activist and author John Luden shared an image of him indulging a bit. While he stated bluntly, I guess I won't be working in the Biden White House. Shouts to, oh, London, my bad. I don't know, they fucked up his name. See, that's what I'm talking about these articles. His username on Twitter is John London, his uh, display name on Twitter is John London, but this article still put him as John Luden with no N fucking articles you fucking idiots i'm just kidding okay but yeah then there was the question of what this policy means for vice president kamala harris who has admitted to smoking cannabis during college some users on social media openly mocked the vice president and questioned the policy yeah it does seem a little biased i guess if nothing's gonna happen to her i mean nothing should happen period i think especially if it's past use current use I understand at least more so why they would take that position once you being high at work but if you're fucking 45 to 50 years old and you smoked weed in college i don't think that fucking matters dude but yeah the rest of this is kind of just giving people's excerpts from online and memes and shit making fun of quote-unquote biden's white house but then i saw this other shit it said Barack Obama unable to work in Biden White House due to previous cannabis use, which is nuts, right? I guess this is a, this was a quote from Obama. Don't uh, hold me to the fire on the validity of this because I saw it on social media, but it was from a fairly reliable source, I believe. Like I said, don't don't kill me, man. Um, but apparently Biden goes. Or excuse me, Obama said, I figured that, given my experience as president, I could take on some sort of informal advisor role to help Joe and Kamala out with some of the hard decisions. That's when they brought up that old photo of me from 40 years ago smoking a spliff and told me that they felt it was disqualifying for anyone who wanted to work in the White House. Need I remind them that George W. Bush did cocaine? And he was still elected president. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. It just seems odd, man. I don't know where this shit's coming from, if there's a reason behind it. Um, I thought it was looking like the Biden administration was potentially gonna, at least, maybe not legalize and make it completely recreational. Um, for cannabis use across the US, but I definitely thought the rules and regulations were going to become maybe slightly more lenient, you know what I mean? But it's not looking like that right now, so which also brings me I did, I wrote this down to talk about a couple weeks ago, and I just never got to it because it just didn't, you know, didn't really fit in, I guess. But now <laughs> it's perfect, so. One of my good buddies has his state, Florida State licensed medical marijuana card, right? So he goes to the dispensaries, leave, all these uh, dispensaries popping up, literally like every fucking mile now. But he goes, you know, whenever he needs some new medicine because it's a fucking medical dispensary, right? But I've gone with him a couple times. Obviously, I don't have my card, so normally... I think one time I actually went and sat in the lobby uh, while he went in, you know, to the back showroom to kind of pick out the stuff, and I was I just wanted to check it out. You know what I mean? It's a new experience for me here in Florida. I only went to Denver one time uh, a couple of years ago, which was my only experience inside a recreational uh, marijuana dispensary. So, the one time I went in with him, I just sat in the lobby and kind of just this was. At, over a year ago, probably two years ago or something, but more recently I went with him. And rather than go in the lobby, we had just got done skating, so I was like, you know, what, bro, I'm just gonna sit in the car. You know, I'll wait for you out here. Just go do your thing, and I'll be out here. So I'm sitting in the car in front of the store, parked like right by the front entrance to this True Leaf dispensary. And as I'm sitting there, you know, he's got to go in there. I'm sure there's a line. He's got to go through the products go through checkout and everything. So I'm in the car, 15, maybe 20 minutes or something, just waiting for him to come out. And um, the amount of people that came in and out of that store in that short time period was astonishing. I remember sitting right there and taking note of it, and that's when I wrote it down to talk about, because A, I was shocked at how popular it is now not how popular cannabis is period but how many people must obviously have their medical cards now because the amount of people that were going in and out of there was insane and not just the quantity of people but the variety it was people from you know I guess the legal age is 21 not 18 anymore right so I mean I would guess it was men and women From 21 all the way up to like 60s, 70s, and all different types of people, you know what I'm saying? People that look different, that wouldn't be hanging out with each other otherwise, you know. I guess the point is like I was, I wasn't surprised or shocked, but it it did take me back a little bit just because I'm still so used to cannabis being 100% illegal, you know what I'm saying? I'm 30 years old, I was born in 1990, I'm not old, but... I grew up in a time when that was still a thing. Like these kids today, it's it seems like you just go get a card and you fucking you know what I'm saying. Run up to True leave, grab your little whatever. I mean pre rolled. Yeah, me whatever. But yeah, man, I don't know. I thought that shit was uh, was super interesting and not necessarily eye opening, but I don't know. It was good to see actually. Is I guess what I'm trying to say because it is beneficial, man. Whether you don't have to smoke it. People don't want to smoke and that's completely fine. You know, there's edibles, tinctures, wax. Uh, I was literally talking to my mom about giving my grandmother some CBD oil to put in her tea. You know what I'm saying? She likes to drink tea with honey, just drip a little CBD in there. Have you feel nice and relaxed and not high. Like I know people, some people may not want to get high, which I get. i know older people who grew up smoking back in the 70s 80s and things like that um this shit is much stronger now so a lot of people just want the cbd weed or if you're like me i mix them i don't know if i've mentioned that on here before but so obama said spliff in his little his little quote right for those who don't know a spliff is normally it's like a weed cigarette so you would take weed and some tobacco from either a cigarette or a cigar or just whatever grab a leaf whatever and kind of mix it a little bit right so what i do is i'll take weed i'll take cbd weed and then i'll take a little bit of tobacco just a little bit and mix them all up together to make my spliffs and i like that because Like I'm saying, you don't get nearly as high from the THC content of the regular weed. The CBD kind of balances you out, you know, helps you keep your head. And then the tobacco, just because a little spice, you know what I'm saying? My Dominican side coming out, need a little spice in there, a little picante, I I always joke. (laughs) I always joke that's where my rolling skills come from, too, you know what I'm saying? A lot of these. these cigar companies, it'll say made in the Dominican Republic or something along those lines. So I'm just like, brother, shit's in my blood, dog. And shit I can do about it. As a matter of fact. And you know what, man? I normally don't smoke on here just because I think it kind of takes away from the listener experience. Obviously, you're not here smoking with me, so you don't give a fuck, right? But just to prove a point, I wanted to light up, just kind of show those non-cannabis users, you can smoke cannabis and be normal. I mean, most people who may not know me, like, this is my normal. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm half crazy fucking... Talking wild shit most of the time, or my mouth is just completely zipped. But either way, my cannabis use, I don't think impacts that at all, at least in my opinion. But correct me if I'm wrong, you know what I mean? But this will, uh, it's gonna let you in on the experience a little bit while I enjoy this shit, you know what I mean?
3: Cannabis sativa. (laughs) <laughs> or in the heart of L.A. known as the chronic Not to be confused with the bionic Even though it does cost six million dollars Man, understand? <laughs> now we working with some new improved shit on this track Nevertheless, not no stress Sucker ass niggas So now we gonna move on and uh, light a big fat one up for the world And hit this once or twice, and you'll be twice as nice. Get it? This is the chronic. Don't fuck with me, fool. Who got the dub sex? Ooh-wee. This show, nigga, no motherfucker, me. man. <laughs> but I need a split right now. And I don't want no stress, brother. It's got to be the chronic. know what I mean, nigga? Yeah, that's the chronic. That's the chronic. That's the bomb boy. Now give me a motherfucking zigzag and we straight. I better get a motherfucking blunt. A Philly blunt that is.
0: I want
1: the bomb
0: I want the chronic Hey ain't my butt The chronic I mean Little throwback Dr. Dre for that ass Off, you guessed it The chronic album Yeah man But yeah Now that I'm smoking I'm crazy, right? Insane. Reefer madness, man. You're gonna lose your wig, bro. <laughs> Fucking grow up. Yeah, bro, like there's enough data now that grow the fuck up. That shit's that shit's out of here, son. Done with that. But um I guess where should we start? I'm going to save the somber shit for last, I think. I guess we could start with music. Um, first things first, I saw that Anderson Pack is now partnering with Zildjian. Anderson Pack, Pack. I don't know how you guys pronounce it or how he pronounces it, but you know who I'm talking about. It's my guy. He just partnered with Zildjian, which is big. Zildjian is one of the biggest. Symbol distributors if not the biggest it's like zildjian and sabian are probably the biggest ones the drum cymbals because anderson's a drummer as i'm sure you guys know silk sonic and we talked about free nationals and everything and a lot of his shows he'll perform like sing and rap while he's drumming which i always thought was dope but uh Yeah, I don't know exactly I didn't see an article for that I just saw a post on Instagram So I just wanted to shout out Anderson Park Yeah, me Making moves out here with Zilji Young (laughs) Zilge. What else? Fucking Big Pun Got a street named after him In New York City By Fulton, I believe Shouts to Big Pun Rest in peace I also saw that fucking little Pimp that we talked about has his nails. Like, I know a lot of these, these dudes are now painting their nails, which has always kind of been like a punk rock thing, like the black shit. I mean, I was never into it, but it is what it is. But now I saw him. Uh, it was reposted by some hip-hop outlet because I know I don't follow him. But it was he has these long ass like fucking i don't know if they were fake or real but they were like long painted nails now and i mean if you know what i'm saying if that's how you feel whatever but the fact that he posted the video showing off his nails while smoking a big ass blunt and he's taking a selfie video and he's basically saying like this is what i'm rocking now don't copy me the fact that he did that leads me to believe that it's just a clout move you know what i'm saying i feel like he just wants to do that shit to see you know make all the kids copy him essentially <laughs> ironically enough don't copy me but fucking copy me for real yeah i just thought that was interesting that goes back to the uzi um, diamond thing i just I just don't understand a lot of these trends. Maybe I'm maybe I'm getting old, man. I have been going to the chiropractor. I know I I mentioned that, I think, right? That I was going. I don't think I mentioned how it went. It's actually going pretty fucking well. I'm going back on Friday. <laughs> but it's been helping out a lot, man. Shouts to Dr. Blair, yeah you know I me. Mean? But yeah, anyway, side note. Back to the real shit. Ghosts and Raekwon versus, yeah you know I me. Mean? That shit was hard body. I don't know if you guys checked that out. It was weird obviously because they're from the same group, Wu-Tang, but fucking um it was dope, man. It was that one was 100% more just a celebration of hip-hop. The two of them coming together cuz them two specifically out of Wu-Tang have many records together, probably the most out of any of the members as far as like duo Quote unquote would be. So they went head to head, you know what I mean, more or less, in a versus on Saturday, I think it was. And that shit was fire, dude. I don't know. I'm here. Here. Here.
1: I told you a long time ago you, fucking, you monkey fuck
3: Taking you for on another take one. Another, uh, Julio uh, Iglesias. Make it cream like that, nigga. Yo! Divorce some people, awesome. Many brothers, I'll be sparking and busting mad like inside the dark. He call me Doe Snatcher, just a brother for the rapture. I hang loud, holding on strong, hard to capture. Extravagant, rhythm bake the track and it's militant. Then I react like a convict and start killing shit. It's manifested. The guards work like appliances. Dealing in my cipher, I revolve around sciences. The ninth chamber, they get trapped inside my hallway. You try to flee, but you got smoked by the doorway. No question, I send your ass back right to the essence. Your whole frame is smothered in dirt. Now, how you're resting? I'll be trapped by sounds locked behind loops Throwing niggas off airplanes with cash cash, rules Everything around me black, as you can see Swallow this murder one verse like all degree Then analyze my soundtrack with satisfaction You adapt like the flashback chain reaction It's them niggas, Case black, bust back, like 70 Max, i all that, street niggas knowin' my Steve's black, raw G, you know he coincide with me, see, marvelous, supposed to both society, but anyway, let's toast, champagne thoughts with ghosts, I match the most, shotguns through the notes, foot rap, hip hop for me yorks out low ends, and Tommy Hill fly shit with a knock, the way the unpredictable live shit, drive wash shit, do a dash I'll take your lying shit, and then you know, I'm running through the P now, Fair. Walk through showers, wow. The old lady snitch, but well, fuck it. You know it, one love, kid. No, I'm not doing a bit. Too much to get for what? Cause six niggas got stuck in the nigga chain was truck. Yo, fuck that. Criminology rap. Sneakers stay jet black, floating in the flies, ass nigga. In
0: New York City Yeah, I mean. Woo Shout out to Ray and Ghost But yeah, bro That was a legendary verses Check that shit out If you haven't um, Also shouts to Benny the Butcher Harry Fraud Drop the plugs I met to. Fire Project I personally didn't think It was as good as the first And that's what kind of sucks When you do installment series idiots like me are gonna compare it to the other one you know what i mean it is a dope project in itself but when compared to the first one i just preferred the first uh tape plugs i met but yeah bro shout to fucking benny and harry fraud shiz fire and then also big shouts to big crit one of the my favorite most underrated artists i think he i just saw last night actually that he i guess he did the fuck i'm not into gaming really i think i've mentioned but i guess he did the new theme song to MLB the show a baseball video game for ps5 is what it seems like um i saw him post about that shit i'll play the song give me one second
1: up the pace, I'm
3: out to chase money in case, clean up bass, up the pace, I'm out to chase money in case, clean up bass, got a car, if you got it, ain't no stopping on the boat, got a car, if you got it, going to high court in the show, pickle the pace, step on the deck, need to stretch, run with the truth, playing it cool, life sweet. get in the zone, pickle the drone, I'm out to pick. Play in the field, look alive. Slide, die, lie, like on I'm in my right now When I in, I break round, Feel the base you I raise the ring I it. I'm to yeah. Got base. Got a call, boy, if you got it. Ain't no stopping on the boat. Got a call boy, if you got it. Going good the show. Two scene ain't enough. One team us. Man on third, on second, I'm third. I'm gonna have to clean it up. I done went dark, they all gone. An alien beat it up. That contract they want me back. I'm gonna have to clean it up like Tim way Wall really feel fine. Worry about y'all is good. My time. I got my swing right. That's my green light. That's just my sign. Just what it ring like if you missed out. Better press rewind. I'm just a hot like real. To do what I do, take speed I'm out to chase money in case. Clean the base.
0: Yeah, man. Pick up the pace. Big crit. And I know you couldn't see it, but I'm sure you could tell by the audio. um, That was essentially just a trailer or a commercial for the game. So, I mean, there was like video game baseball playing going on uh, with the song in the background. That's why it was kind of quiet. Yeah, bro. Shouts to Krizzle, man. I've seen him live twice. I actually met him after one of his shows here at the Beachum a couple years back. I mean, a couple years back. This was like 2012, almost fucking 10 years ago. Shit, I'm getting old. <laughs> um, but yeah, bro. Crit is one of my favorite artists, like I said. He, I just think he's so underrated. I don't know why he's not bigger. He produces all his own shit. Super humble dude. Has been a lyricist since The Jump. But mixes in a lot of that like southern flavor, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know, bro. Crit is one of my favorites. If you haven't heard Big Crit, check him out. Big K R I T. That's King Remembered in Time. You word. But yeah, I thought that was dope. Uh, You know, PS Five obviously is huge. This game looks like it's gonna be a big game for them. So seems like a big move on Crit's part. Yeah, I mean. What else we got here? That might be it for music. Real quick, I guess for TV. I know I, on the last episode with ID, we talked about that Explain show on Netflix. It's super dope, man. I stress it. Check that out. Um, And then there's the Mind Explain, which is more focused on just the mind. I think I mentioned that as well. But they talk about like meditation how our memory works, you know, psychedelics and the effect on the brain and different shit. Like, it's, it's a super dope show, bro. And then speaking of psychedelics, not even the magic mushrooms, but I watched this fucking documentary called Super Fungi on Amazon Prime. And that I found super fucking interesting as well because, you know, we know so little about fungi but the the little amount that we do know is fucking... I feel like if you haven't looked into it, you fucking should because shit is nuts. They're basically... I mean, they can clean soils. It's obviously a living organism. Um, you know, they grow through plants. Like, I can't explain it as well as this documentary did, but it was called Super Fungi on Amazon Prime. And I don't know. It definitely re my interest in mushrooms and fungi and stuff just because it's such a, I don't know, check it out man, I don't wanna, it, it's just, <laughs> it reminded me of that fucking, you ever see that movie, the Super Mario Brothers movie, Mario and Luigi and shit from uh, probably like the late 90s, early 2000s, definitely 90s and uh with what's his name dennis hoffman is the fucking the bad guy bowser or whatever i think it's dennis hoffman right dennis hopper my bad dennis hopper was king koopa um it reminded me of that shit like the there's a living fungus throughout the whole city that basically communicates with people and like helps out fucking mario luigi and shit It's... I don't know, bro. Like, it's not that far off if you check out the documentary. It's pretty fucking nuts. Check that out. Super fun guy. And then also, man... Fucking talk about a throwback, dog. Rest in peace. Bernie Mac. I've been running back the Bernie Mac show because I stumbled upon it. It's also on Amazon Prime. They got all five seasons. Bro. Bernie Mac is the fucking king. I forgot how fucking funny this dude was. It's just so... He has such a simple style of comedy, but it's so funny. I don't even know if that makes sense. But if you know Bernie Mac, I forgot how much I love him. Like, when I was growing up, I always thought he was hilarious. But then he passed away quite some time ago. So, you know, he's not—you don't see him as much anymore. But, man, when I stumbled upon that show, I've been—I'm still on season one. I think I'm towards the end of season one now of the Bernie Mac show. I'd never really watched that growing up. I always loved him in movies and stuff, but for some reason, I never really watched the show. But (laughs) yeah, this shit's hilarious, bro. Bernie Mac's hilarious. And then the little girl. So it's, he inherits essentially his sister's three kids. So his, you know, nieces and nephews because she gets hooked on drugs or whatever. So it's a girl, a boy, and a girl. And the littlest girl who's like five years old or whatever, dude, is fucking the cutest little girl you've ever seen in your entire life. Like he'll be he'll be pissed off. You know, Bernie kind of has sort of an angry style of comedy. He'll be pissed off about something and she'll just come up, you know what I mean, her little puppy dog guys,
4: Uncle Bernie,
0: and he'll fucking do a complete 180. Like, yeah, yeah, princess, what do you need, baby girl? <laughs> Just like anything you want. You know what I mean? I can't say no to you. <laughs> I think, If I'm in his shoes, man, like if I have a little daughter, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I can ever say no to her, bro. This shit is crazy. She has me sitting there just like, man, I'm going to be screwed. Knock on wood. <laughs> uh, but yeah, shout out to the Bernie Mac show. Rest in peace, Bernie Mac. But that's, I think that's it for TV. So I saw, it was a video on Twitter, right? Let me pull this up so I don't butcher this girl's name. I want to give her qu- credit for what she did. Let me see. So, Sed- Sedona, Sedona, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. Uh, Sedona Prince from... The Oregon Ducks NCAA college basketball team. I guess she had posted this video on Twitter.
2: Double A March Madness.
0: She posted this video on Twitter essentially expressing their discontent, and rightfully so. If you can see this video, I'm going to explain it afterwards. Their discontent with their treatment versus the men's NCAA team or teams. Right? I'm just gonna play this video real quick and then I'll explain.
2: I got something to show y'all. So for the NCAA March Madness, the biggest tournament in college basketball for women, this is our weight room. Let me show y'all the men's weight room. Now, when pictures of our weight room got released versus the men's, the NCAA came out with a statement saying that it wasn't money, it was space that was a problem. Let me show y'all something else. Here's our practice court, right? And then here's that weight room. And then here's all this extra space. If you aren't upset about this problem, then you're a part of it.
0: So, yeah, obviously you couldn't see the shit, but the women's weight room, I shit you not, was one single rack with fucking like like 12 weights total bro it shit, that yeah it's disgraceful honestly especially for fucking athletes it was one rack with like two five pound weights two ten pound two 20 pound and two thirty pound 40 maybe up to like 50 but still dude that's fucking ridiculous and then obviously she pans to the men's gym, and it looks like your local YMCA or LA Fitness, you know what I'm saying, like stacked with everything, right? So she had posted that almost a week ago, and yeah, which is fucking, like I said, rightfully so, right? But then a couple days, I guess she tagged NCAA, she tagged, you know, anyone higher-ups in the organization and shit. So then a couple days later... Is here's the response.
2: Guess what, guys? We got a weight room. Yeah. We got a ton more dumbbells. Look at that. Look at all these racks for squats and whatever we want to do. We got a bunch of bands. Look at this, guys. And we got some equipment. Ayo, thank you, NCAA, for listening to us. We appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for real. Yay, guys.
0: Yeah! Yeah. So that's dope, man. You know they got what they deserve which is a fucking functioning gym not one fucking weight rack for a whole goddamn team but even still like after the upgrade hopefully that's just the start of it because after the upgrade they still didn't have the amount that the men had um they had at least 10 to 20 times more than what they had originally which is nice but yeah i mean uh shouts to sedona Sedona. again i'm sorry for mispronouncing your name but that just kind of shows the power of social media when you use it constructively you know what i mean rather than all these trolls and shit doing whatever the fuck they're doing out here but you know she saw an issue uh, and rightfully so called them out and she got support so now her fucking team can do what they need to do you know what i'm saying these are these are full-grown women athletes college students I mean you're anywhere from 18 to you know early mid-20s depending but you're still a full-grown woman you know what I'm saying and they're athletes like I said first and foremost I guess student first and foremost but you know what I mean (laughs) yeah man so shouts to the ducks shouts to the NCAA for doing the right thing And hopefully, like I said, this is kind of just the start of it. They build out that the women's gym to be just as nice as the men's. And, you know, just do the right thing, man. But I thought that was an interesting story. But, yeah, unfortunately, I think it's time to get to the sad shit. Go ahead and cue up T.O.P. For later, because we're going to need it, man. Uh, If you haven't heard by now, there were two shootings in the past. Since we spoke last, there have been two shootings. Well, maybe not. I think the Atlanta one happened before ID's episode. But either way, Uh, there were recently two shootings. One in Atlanta and one in Boulder, Colorado. So I guess in Atlanta... It looks like it was a hate crime against Asian Americans. They shot up a bunch of massage parlors. So I'm going to read that one first. And then the second one, it seems like, was a grocery store in Boulder, Colorado. So I'm going to read you these articles. This first one is about the Atlanta shooting. It says, the shooting deaths of eight people, including six Asian women in the, in the Atlanta area, have put renewed focus on Georgia's hate crime law. Authorities have not designated the Tuesday killings as a hate crime, but said the label is still on the table. Cherokee County Sheriff's Department officials drew criticism Wednesday for stating that the shooter told them the attacks at three spas were not racially motivated. The killings came amid an increased focus on violence against Asian-American communities and the FBI's involved in the case. Representative Chuck Afstration, a state legislator who sponsored the bill in 2019 and helped push for its passage the following summer, said the killing of Ahmad Arbery inspired some legislators to change their position and support the bill, after it had installed, or excuse me, after it had stalled in the state senate. Arbery, an unarmed 25-year-old black man, was killed by a group of white men while jogging in February 2020. Arrests were not made in the case until a video of the shooting went viral and drew public outrage over law enforcement's failure to file any charges. More than two months after Arbery's death, the men, including a former police officer, were were arrested for murder. A Republican representing an area northeast of Atlanta, Afstration, told Yahoo News that hate crimes in the state were already tracked on police reports, but that the legislation allowed prosecutors to seek the legal classification for a sentencing enhancement if they deemed an action as being motivated by bias. A person could not be charged with a hate crime separately, but a district attorney could file a notice before the arraignment that they were seeking an enhanced penalty. If the person was convicted, then the same jury could consider a harsher sentence if they felt the action also qualified as a hate crime. The hate crime classification would also be taken into consideration by parole boards. There are certain crimes that are particularly heinous in nature where an individual or a group of people are targeted because of who they are, Efstration said. And those types of criminal offenses won't only impact the victim, they impact all of society. The new law went into effect on July 1st, 2020, shortly after being signed by Republican Governor Brian Kemp. Prior to the law's passage, Georgia was one of just four states without a hate crime statute on the books after a 2000 law had been struck down as unconstitutionally vague by the state supreme court in 2004 the initial bill included the ability to seek stiffer penalties for crimes motivated by bias against a person's race color religion national origin sex sexual orientation gender or disability in August kemp signed another bill into law that extended similar protections to police a move opposed by the civil rights group the provision was originally in the hate crime bill but was taken out and repurposed as a separate piece of legislation how does the law go from being signed into effect by the governor to being put into practice by police departments and prosecutors a number of organizations in the state handle the training, and take questions from law enforcement officials, from police departments up to a turn- to district attorneys, but training is not directly mandated by the state. Chris Wiginton, director of the Georgia Public Safety Training Center, told Yahoo News that state laws usually go into effect at the beginning of January or July, giving his organization time to flood agencies of all sizes across the state with the latest information. The center adds the new laws to the curriculum for recruits while also creating a legal update online class that's available to officers. In Georgia, there's a requirement of 20 hours annually that has to be taught. Five of those are required hours that are set forth by the state. The other 15 hours are electives that they can take, Wiginton said. I don't know if you guys can hear Rook chewing on this fucking toy down here. You good, Rook? Love you, sweetie. While the legal update is not a required class, Wigginton said, the center has been pushing to get it added as a class that every officer in the state is required to take annually. I think we will be able to hopefully get it added by the end of this year or next year, he said. Wiginton said the current minimum mandatory requirements are one hour of requalification with a firearm, one hour on use of force, one hour on de-escalation training, and two hours of community policing, which includes several topics from which to choose. He added that though the legal update course isn't mandatory, he believes the number of officers who take it annually is quote-unquote very, very high. When we send it to the agencies, we send it to the training officer and normally the agency head, and they do a pretty good job at that point at distribution and that prompt. Okay, I don't want to hear about all this shit. I'm trying to hear about what happened in fucking Atlanta that's literally where the shit ends. It just keeps talking about the police shit. All right, well, I also had this excerpt from Eddie Wong, who's um uh I mean, I hate to say celebrity, but so he he had posted this shit right after it happened. So I'm going to read this excerpt from Eddie Wong. He said, "Enough is enough. We've been speaking out for an entire year, about the hate towards Asian Americans, ever since Trump started calling it the China virus and the Kung flu. I don't care if you were one of the idiots in my comments defending Trump, denying his part in this, denying the 3,800 attacks on Asian Americans the last year, or a self hating Asian calling me soy for speaking out. You cannot deny it any longer. This was a coordinated attack on multiple Asian businesses with six six Asian victims. Stand with us, speak up with us, and if there is any humanity in you, recognize that our pain is yours as well. No one should be targeted and murdered because you don't like the color of their skin, period. Yeah, shouts to Eddie Wong. Um... I mean, he's right, obviously. I wish the fucking article would have went into more detail about this shit, but it was from a couple days ago. But rest in peace to everybody who passed away, man. Actually, let's look that up too. Because I want to give them a proper condolences. All right, so here's an updated article from today. Or yesterday, rather. So I think the shit that I had was from, like, Friday or something. It's been one week since a gunman killed eight people at three different spas in Metro Atlanta. Right now, the families of victims and supporters still have lots of questions about what kind of charges the suspect Robert Aaron Long will face. A court date hasn't been set yet for Long's next hearing. His attorney told Eleven Alive he met the Long... He met with Long last Wednesday at a Cherokee County detention center, but at this point, they're not ready to comment on the specifics of the case. Long waived his first court appearance last week. Long is facing four counts of murder in Cherokee County, along with one aggravated assault. He's also faced with four counts of murder for the shootings at at least two spas in Midtown Atlanta. Since seven of the eight victims were women and six of those women were Asian, the question remains if this is a hate crime. NBC News reported Monday, former federal officials said that right now there isn't sufficient evidence to support federal hate crime charges. Fucking Jesus Christ. But local law enforcement agencies previously said nothing is off the table when asked about state hate crime charges, stressing the investigation is still ongoing. Brett Williams is a former federal prosecutor in New York and Georgia. He said, right now, it's important to pay attention to what evidence is available and where it leads. Let the facts lead you to the conclusions about one whether or not murders were committed, and he should be convicted for that, and secondarily, whether it was driven by gender or racial hatred. Let the facts lead you to the conclusions about what the charges ought to be, said Williams. Families of victims are still grieving as law enforcement investigates. Delano Yon was killed in Cherokee County. Her husband was also in the spa, but was not hurt. Her family said they're planning her funeral funeral for Tuesday. Rest in peace, Delena. It lists the seven other victims. A lot of them have names that I can't read, so I'm just going to read one of their names. And six of the seven have a listed age, so I'll read the age, too, so you can you can match them up. Um, paul andre michaels 54 tan 49 fang 44 soon park 74 jung grant 51 sun kim 69 and yang yu doesn't have an age for that one so rest in peace to all eight of those individuals much love but actually, before we move forward to the Boulder incident, I want to show some some Asian love, you know what I mean? This is a band that Smith actually put me onto called Kikagaku Moyo from Tokyo, actually. So they're not Asian-American, but they're Asian. You know what I mean? Shout out to Tokyo, Japanese psych band, Kikagaku Moyo. That's K I K A G A K U Space M O Y O. Shouts to Kikagaku Moyo. And as it was playing, it actually just reminded me. So there's these two R&B singers, um, Joyce Rice and Umi, who are both half Japanese, I believe. They did a song together. or Actually, I think Joyce Rice had put out this song, and then they did a remix, a Japanese remix, her and Umi. So I'm going to play that, too. This is called That's On You. Joyce Rice featuring Umi. Yeah man, much love to the Asian community, not just Asian Americans, Asians all around the world, you know what I'm saying, like no one, no one should have to go through that shit man, fucking hate crimes in 2021, what the hell, the fuck are we doing bro, but rest in peace, I think, I mean it's, it's fucking disgusting man, and like I said, this isn't the only, the only shooting, I mean this one seemed more... Well, let's read the article first, but I think that one seemed to have more of a motive. This other one in the grocery store in Boulder, let's see what this article says. So this article says, 10 people were killed at a King Supers grocery store by a 21-year-old shooter on Monday, including a Boulder police officer, after a man opened fire on customers and responding officers. Law enforcement officials said the suspect, Ahmad al-Isa, carried out the attack with a rifle. He was shot in the leg and was in the hospital on Tuesday morning. They offered no details on a suspected motive. Police identified victims between the ages of 20 and 65. The rampage was the latest in a history of mass shootings in the Denver area and comes as the nation is still grappling with a devastating attack in Atlanta that left eight people dead last Tuesday. Yeah, Here are some significant developments. Eric Talley, the 51-year-old officer, killed, charged in the line of fire. Loved his job and seven children. Those who knew him say he enrolled in the police academy at 40, leaving a stable career in IT. Damn, that's admirable. Rest in peace to Eric Talley. The other nine victims were identified as, and some of these names are a little difficult too, so I'm just going to read the last name Stonisic, 23, Olds, 25, Bart 49, Fountain, 59, Leaker, 51, Mahoney, 61, Murray, 62, and Waters, 65. Rest in peace. Boulder's assault weapons ban, meant to stop mass shootings, was blocked 10 days before the attack at a King Supers grocery store vice president harris called the shootings absolutely tragic it's 10 people going about their day living their lives not bothering anybody a police officer who was performing his duties and with great courage and heroism she said boulder police identified the suspect in the mass shooting that killed people as 21 year old ahmad elisa of arvada colorado Boulder Police Chief Morris Harold told reporters at a news conference Tuesday morning that Elisa was shot at the scene by responding officers and was taken to a hospital for unspecified wounds. Police say he's in stable condition. Elisa had been charged with 10 counts of first-degree murder and will be transferred to Boulder County Jail soon, Harold said. We're going to make sure we do everything in our power to make sure this suspect has a thorough trial and we do a thorough investigation, she said. Um, Yeah, and don't get it misconstrued. I'm going to look it up right now, but... Ahmad Alisa. The name is misleading. It makes it sound like he's from the Middle East or something which I I mean I don't know where his ancestors are from but from what I've seen online someone you know the fuck how the internet works they go into deep dive and dig up everything from your past but someone pulled up his papers like his I don't know his birth certificate or whatever it was but it had him marked as a white male so I just wanted to stress that just so cuz as we saw with the Asian Americans I don't want to see, uh, you know, Middle Eastern Americans start to get fucking, you know what I mean, receive that same hate. I'm sure they do already, unfortunately, but I don't don't want to see anything added to that. So much love. So hopefully this will finally force Georgia to change some of those fucking hate crime laws, because Jesus Christ. I also did see that, I guess, as a result of the Boulder incident, They're already talking about making gun laws more strict than what they are now, which, you know, I 100% agree with. I mean, I do agree with the right to bear arms, but I also don't think anybody should just be able to walk into a fucking Walmart and buy guns and ammo and walk out. You know what I'm saying? Like, there should be a, a more thorough checks and balances system Checking people's sanity, background, you know, potential hidden motives, things like that. I think there should be kind of like a, not a vetting system, but just like a a scrub process to figure out who, who deserves the right to bear arms. I mean, we all, it's a right that should be given to all of us, I guess, but who actually should bear the arm is the better question, you know what I mean? Like, some people just... With mental instability or whatever you whatever the case is. I don't think everybody should have a gun. So it looks like they're going to be changing some gun laws out in Colorado. I don't know what they are currently. Like I said, I've only been there one time. But it's kind of the old west. So I would think that they're pretty lenient. I'm not sure. But yeah, so hopefully we see some change, man. Because shit like this can't continue to go on, man. This is fucking... Fucking sad man Much love to everybody man These are two horrible two horrible Stories um, Like I said We had to end it on a sad note unfortunately But you know what I gotta do Gotta bring the vibes back Before we get out of here Just because this is This is disgusting man The fucking shit that this world is coming to You know Much love to everybody. Rest in peace again. Thank mm-hmm. you. had to let it run a little a little longer today because yeah that shit that shit is so fucked up man but also i forgot to mention i was gonna wrap it up but i forgot i also saw that i guess kanye west has now become the wealthiest black man in american history and from what i saw that a few days ago and what i've been seeing since then i guess it's based off his projected um his projected net worth with this new gap deal and shit he just did Bringing them to $6.6 billion, which is fucking ludicrous. Um, it also doesn't make sense, because I remember we talked about he was allegedly not paying the people from his Sunday service stuff, but neither here nor there. Uh, shout out to Kanye, man. I mean, you know, get it. Get that money, man. Gotta get that money. Gotta get that money, man. <laughs> but yeah, shout-out to Kanye. Um, that's fucking nuts I wonder if Kim's taking half of that Because they just got divorced So does it cut him down to 3.3 Billy Sheet, I don't know I don't know how that shit works man <laughs> But yeah Much love um, This is gonna wrap up The end of episode 37 You know what I mean Hate to, hate to go You know what I'm saying You don't gotta go home But you can't stay E. Alright <laughs> <laughs> No, I love you guys, man. As always, stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy, and stay fucking tuned. You understand I'm saying? So shall we? But yeah, bro. Dude, gal, sis, fam, all that. I love all of y'all, you understand? It Rook <laughs> Nah Oh yeah, I also realized that Rook's a fucking tomboy. I think I came to the conclusion that Rook's a tomboy. Like fucking icebox from Little Giants, yeah you know I me. Mean? That's why she's oh like she's such a little princess, pretty little bitch, but she fucking wilds out and thinks she's a tough you know what I mean, a little tough cookie. Fucking tomboy, yeah. But yeah. I fucking love Rook. As you know. So, me and Rook say peace. Fuck out of here. Episode 37 K okay. Podcast. Peace. rap. Fuck out. Play play Thank you for tuning
1: in to it. You don't have to go home because you can't stay here, aight?